T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending, the Chiefs in the NFL announced today what we expected, which is that they will be playing at least uh, one game, of course, in Germany next season. There'll be a home game. We don't know what city, right? Frankfurt, Munich, one of the two. The so NFL. the plan is either one in each or both in Frankfurt. Yeah, but we know uh, the Chiefs were going to be playing there. It's now official. We don't know who the opponent is yet or exactly when that'll come out in, in the next couple of months. But obviously kind of cool, exciting. We saw the, how cool it was when the Bucks played there this, this season as well, and the crowd was obviously really, really into it. And, uh, yes, it does take away a home game, but it's the, the year where you have game. the extra home game. So I guess it balances out in that regard. If you are excited, of course, as we all are for the playoffs this weekend, uh, you just have to be the fifth caller as well right now to win one of those playoff prize packs from our friends at Rally House, 913-586-7610. Next up on Watch Training, Missouri getting a big win for them last night, 75-71 over number 25 Arkansas. A controversial call with the game tied late in the game. Uh, let's be controversial. Yeah. It was a bad call. That was a phantom foul call where a guy, no one was near him, and he fell back and got it. But doesn't matter. Missouri's not going to apologize for getting the win. They've had a really difficult schedule lately. They had just fallen out of the top 25, but beat number 25 Arkansas to kind of right their ship last night. Next up on What's Trending, the Royals reportedly have shown interest in free agent veteran reliever Araldis Chapman, 35-year-old lefty. Of course, he uh, has interest from other teams, including uh, the Padres and the Marlins, according to MLB.com. There's uh, also some video that was tweeted out just of him getting some work in last year or a couple years ago, I should say, in 2021. He was an all-star, 3.36 ERA. Look, the only part that makes sense about this for me would be, all right, you bring him in. He has a great first half. Flipping him. Great first half of the season. You flip him, you can actually get something Reliever for market's him, right? been very good the last couple so of years. So I, I don't hate it in that, if that formula actually works, right, where you think he can have a really strong first half of the season for you and then flip him. Now, if you're a Chapman, are you interested in coming to Kansas City? That's the other part, right? The Padres are interested and the Marlins. I'm not worried about the Marlins, but if you're Chapman, That's the, same, yeah. uh, the, the Padres are Kansas City. Uh, I mean, I think at this point, he's probably looking for the check. The fact that he's trying to get back on there and he knows the same as we do. The team he's starting with this year does not necessarily mean that's right. going to be the team that he ends with. So that could obviously change the things a little bit as well. Next up on watch training live golf has found a U.S. broadcast partner. The Saudi funded breakaway golf tour has secured the broadcast partner from the CW. Oh, hey. I don't know why I wasn't expecting the CW, a channel that seems like it was specifically designed around teen dramas but i don't you know don't, you don't think live golf fits it doesn't exactly with, match like supernatural or veronica mars or whatever it else it fits with riverdale or whatever riverdale. they got going on these days on cw look out man they got a they got a us tv partner now 
Nick's going to be watching. I don't need what else is on CW? What? That's it. That's all uh, I got. That's, see, here I go. had to Google one of those. I Isn't it always you. like shows that go off the air on other networks? Like uh, like New Girl. All right, so you're going to laugh. Now, this isn't Buffy this, the Vampire Slayer. The show that is on currently, right this second, is a show called Walker. And I don't know if it's a spinoff of Walker, it Texas is. Ranger. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I don't think I'm familiar with that show. Can you guys remind <laughs> me of any it. scenes in the history of that show? It's the, well, so it's a spinoff of the Texas Walker Ranger. Or Walker, Texas Ranger, I should Walker say. Walker told me I have AIDS. Yeah, that. It's a spinoff of that. Their most popular shows were just like uh, B-movie superhero stuffs, right? Like Smallville. Yeah, right now it's Blue Mountain State. Or Gossip Girl. That must that was that was, was that CW? CW. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Dude, it's designed for like 16-year-old. It's a channel designed around 16-year-old girls, which seems perfect for golf. I mean, they just wanted the US Left. they wanted a US TV partner and the CW's cash today, and we know they're getting paid nicely for that. Uh yes. Uh, next up on what's trending coaching carousel continues. The Bucks have fired their offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Remember, just a year or so ago. He was one of the hot offensive coordinator names to be hired to become a head coach. This is a reminder, I think, clearly that uh, if you're an OC and everybody is seeking you to become their head coach, you might want to take it when the opportunity is there. This is why, like, Ben Johnson's the OC for the Lions. He turned down head coaching jobs reportedly, and he's going to stay with the Lions getting uh, a promotion. If suddenly the Lions offense in the next year or so, Cody, goes back to being bad, Ben Johnson, they'll fire your ass still, and you'll miss out on the head coaching opportunity. So, I actually feel bad for Byron Leftwich because I don't believe it was all him. I just think that team is a mess right now. I think they have a bad head coach as well. So Byron Leftwich, uh, his path to becoming a head coach, of course, just got way tougher. He's going to have to go become an OC very quickly. Another OC just out as of seconds ago. Greg Roman out as the Ravens offensive coordinator as well. Interesting. Okay. Dude, if Eric Bieniemy wanted to the... do a lateral move at OC, it's never going to be well, easier. I, what does that mean for Lamar? I think that's what's interesting, too. Well, Greg Roman did a really good job designing that around there. But either way, no more Greg Roman. He's out in Baltimore as well. Lastly on What's Trending, don't forget, tomorrow, Rally House, 10 until 2. We'll be there. We'll have prizes to give away the entire show. Now, 1 o'clock hour will be uninterrupted by commercials. Live the entire hour. MJ Melendez, Michael Massey will be co-hosting with you and I for the entire 1 o'clock hour tomorrow at Rally House near Oak Park Mall. Yeah, it's going to be a ton of fun. I can't wait to be out and about doing our show. It's not often that we do our show live on location and it happens to be a red friday we're gearing up for the postseason and we've got uh, a couple royals rookies stopping by for the entire one o'clock hour so yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun if you want to say hello to those guys uh, and also have a chance to to win some uh maybe gift cards while we're out there all that all that's on the line tomorrow important uh according yes. to sources oh cw was bought by next star with the idea of making the audience older so oh maybe my huh. comment about 16 year old girls in the cw was wrong they're, that's they're moving to, been, that's according to sources. Sources. Television insiders. <laughs> Television insiders. <laughs> Television insiders, man. So who knew? They're trying to they're trying to pump up the uh the CW, man. Trying to get the older audience. I would think starting with golf is a probably safe bet. I just but, don't know who's watching the live golf tour, that's all. If it's on TV, more pe- likely. people obviously are far more likely than trying to go this just the what was it on YouTube TV last yeah. year? Or just, just like not, YouTube. Yeah, not even just YouTube, YouTube TV. I'm sorry. Yeah, just regular YouTube is what it was on. Uh, this past season, obviously a big step for for them. We'll get to all 32 in the NFL coming up in about six minutes or so. Don't forget, Andy Reid also is going to speak around one o'clock. We'll carry that live right here on your official broadcast partner for the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. I think it's uh, it's kind of interesting looking at 
Uh, the coaches remaining on the AFC and the NFC side. We, we've spent a lot of time talking, understandably so, about this crop of quarterbacks. And by the way, Dak Prescott is the, the oldest quarterback remaining in the postseason, which is funny because he's, he's kind of in that no man's land anyway. He's not part of the young tier. He's certainly not 36, year old, 36 years old. He's just sitting there at, what, 30 or 31, and he's just kind of in between everybody. Um, but the coaches... I think each one, certainly you can make a case like what it does for their legacy. If they get to a Super Bowl and win it, heck for some of them, even if they win this divisional round weekend, I still think out of all of them, if you tell me Kyle Shanahan gets to another Super Bowl and this time it's with the third string quarterback, losing two quarterbacks. I understand there's a lot of uh, talent on that team, but if he does it with Brock Purdy and gets there and maybe wins one, it vaults him in a completely different category. He gets talked up already as a great schemer. He takes a seventh-round rookie who it came in as the third quarterback. It puts him in another category because right now everybody looks at him and says, oh, he's one of the better coaches in the league. Nobody disputes that. He's one of the better coaches in the league. Uh, and everybody says nobody schemes better than him. His scheme works. You can plug and play. Clearly, we've seen it with Brock Purdy. But he doesn't have the ring yet, right? He doesn't have the ring yet, and people still remember the, the blown lead in the game against the Chiefs. And he still barely has a winning lead. record in the regular season, which is weird. Yeah, and, and the blown game as a coordinator, even if you don't think that's all on him, but still blown lead as a coordinator, 28-3 to Falcons blown lead to, of course, the New England uh, Patriots. So I think like that, that matters a little bit, too. I, I think Kyle Shanahan's the guy that has a chance to change his legacy quite a bit more than maybe in, in, anybody else other than the guys that – uh, like a, a Sean McDermott that just kind of sitting out there. I think it's Andy Reid. I know that sounds like how could it be Andy Reid? He already has the title because Andy is stuck between a place of a Super Bowl winning head coach and simply being in the category of one of the five greatest head coaches of all time. He's going to do a lot of those other things just statistically, right? Wins, win percentage, total playoff wins. But if you're going to be considered one of the five greatest coaches of all times, you have to have more than one Super Bowl. You just do. And getting a second one would mean that it's possible he could go a lot higher than that. But just two, just so you know, put you as one of like 13 NFL coaches of all time to have two. So that already puts you in rare air. Get to three, and there are only four coaches who have more than that. So you're in the top five. So to me, and maybe it'll mean even more in a year where he has two and he's trying to go to that three, but you have to get to that number first. I think that there's an argument that he could do it. The most interesting ones to me, because I think it's Andy, you think it's Shanahan, but there are a couple that make it fascinating because what is Mike McCarthy's legacy if he wins it? Someone He'd be the only NFL coach, or Doug Peterson, but both feel like long shots. They're the only NFL coaches in NFL history that would have two with two different organizations. So that in its own right would stand alone. And Doug Peterson would do it completely unheralded. Like, they would go into, to me, it's like nobody's ever, like, they would jump the most ladders, if that makes sense. People already think Kyle Shanahan's one of the best coaches in the NFL. I think that they would jump the most ladders. Doug Peterson would be from that guy who won that Super Bowl that one time to, oh my God, is Doug Peterson one of the best? Co- like, is he the best coach in the NFL? I think he jumps tremendously. The biggest leap is if somehow Brian Dayball goes and Dayball upsets oh, in year the, one. the Eagles in year one and gets to a Super Bowl. I mean, he already, to me, put together a coach of the year season. Um, sure. I don't but know if he's going to win it. But. What's funny is, like, we know when we're talking about these legacy things, those ones are long shots. Doug Peterson, Brian Dable, those don't have real probability to actually end up happening. The McCarthy one is fascinating because he does have one of the best teams left in the NFC, and Shanahan needs it. But I I really think Andy Reid gains almost, like his legacy part jumps huge 
in the top five coaches of all time with a second Super Bowl win. All right, well, then let's look at it just from who's favorite to win uh, this weekend. Uh, based it off of that, if, we're gonna, if we want to look at the coaches in that way. So that means, obviously, Andy Reid, Nick Sirianni, Sean McDermott, and Kyle Shanahan. Out of, out of that group of four coaches. Is it weird that Reed, I don't feel anything Sirianni. about McDermott's? Nobody talks about him like a top five coach. He's just like a coach. He exists. He's good. Good coach. Mm-hmm. He has a nice job. I mean, in fairness, he hasn't been, he hasn't hasn't made it to a Super Bowl. Does yet. his story change? Like Kyle Shanahan, at least has made it to a Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, Zach Taylor has. <laughs> uh, you know, Nick Sirianni has it, but he's in the early stage. I think that's why. I mean, I think looking at the talent on the Bills roster and being all in, like if this if this year, and we fast forward another year or so, even, and he hasn't got to a Super Bowl with Josh Allen. There will be a lot of criticism, I think, still towards Sean McDermott in that way. Now, this year, the way he's handled everything, I think, is yeah. awfully impressive. He just but. doesn't get talked about like it's not – like Sean McDermott should be like two years away from getting the Andy treatment. Like, oh, wow, you're this good of a coach and you can't win? But nobody even talks about him as like, oh, he's that good of a coach. He Like nobody bashes Sean McDermott. But either of you, do either of you guys know anybody who's like Sean McDermott is one of the five? Like, does anybody even make that argument or they're all just like, he's fine? Yeah, he's not top five. I think he's fine. And I think he got a lot of criticism, understandably so, for the 13 seconds and how he handled the kickoff, right? And like their defense, sure. like what on earth were they doing? That was a, that was a, that that dropped him down a peg for some people. The I thing think. about that is that every single coach, I mean, if you, let's just say you believe that, that Andy Reid and Bill Belichick are the two best coaches in the NFL. Those guys both have many, many, many of those instances. And I feel like sometimes you're sure, right. Like but they got the rings. It's not so unf- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know that. What I'm, I'm more so saying broadly speaking. Yeah. I feel like we, st- we tend to really hyper-focus on like the late game clock management, fourth down decision stuff. When that's such a small piece of the pie that goes into being a great head coach, because if you want to judge coaches just based off that, well, they've all got, major mistakes that have cost teams game. I think that's just sort of to the territory that comes with being a head coach. Yeah. I think the, to me, the biggest knock on McDermott, my biggest question is you have the second most third, most talented quarterback in the entire NFL. And you can't get to a super bowl. Like, and I know it's only been a handful of years, but it's like, that's enough. <laughs> like, but it's, that's enough. Okay. Years. That is ridiculous. It's enough. It's been like three years where they've been relevant. And well, that's the problem. Yeah, the Josh Allen years are tough because we know when he came You're in. Like it's been like a decade. Lane. Yeah, I know. You know, it's been three years. Well, who do you think it is that takes the biggest jump in legacy? Is it McDermott? Then? Well, I don't think about it like who takes the biggest jump. But to me, it's like who has the who the most on the line. Yeah, that's it for me. Like who has the most riding? Then on it's McDermott's probably. Yeah, it's Sean McDermott because or Mike the McCarthy. Bills have it's, the most on the line. It's Sean McDermott and Mike McCarthy then for me. Why Mike McCarthy? Because it's the Dallas Cowboys, because anytime anybody slips up, people are ready to fire he you as a Cowboys head coach. He gets to send the biggest shut-up to everybody if yeah. he wins this. All the people that made him a joke, and we talked about like his quarterback. Oh, he had a little coaching circle that he made up, partially. Like It's like all the stuff that you made fun of for Mike McCarthy, that dies. He wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, but they're not the favorite in their even. I mean, they're not even the second favorite in their own conference. So it's tough for me to say he's got a lot riding. Like, because I don't think at this point, I think nobody did because nobody, last nobody's week, really if, expecting him if he to would have lost to the Bucks. If he would have lost the Bucks on Monday, which he obviously didn't, but if he would have, there was his job. Yeah, there was a very good chance he was fired. Yeah, I, but I just mean with the Eagles and the Niners sitting there, who are both better teams. I than know, them. but the Niners are starting a seventh round rookie. I know they're the favorite, which seems crazy right now. They're the betting favorite over Philly even though they'd have to go to the link 
in the NFC title game if they were both to win. But it's a seventh round rookie, right? Yeah, I think the answer is the answer's probably Sean McDermott and maybe to a slightly lesser extent because he's already been there, Zach Taylor. But we talked about this earlier. The window is going to close on Taylor very quickly once you have to pay T. Higgins and, and Joe Burrow. And then the year after that, you're going to have to pay Jamar Chase, and all of a sudden, boom, you're going to find yourself in a situation where that cap flexibility is out the window. So, like, you've got to maximize, and we know this, the Chiefs were able to maximize the window of Mahomes being on a rookie deal. The Bills missed that window. Will it come back to bite them? We'll see. The Bengals are right in the middle of that right now. We'll get to, uh, let's get to all 32 in the NFL, sponsored by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and electric. And also, don't forget to keep on listening for your chance to get qualified for that autographed Creed Humphrey football. Nick has been playing a Juju Smith-Schuster sounder. Those of you that uh, have heard Juju Smith-Schuster throughout the show, you just want to be the sixth caller whenever you hear that. Uh, thinking of coaching, Brandon Staley finally had some media availability this week, end of season wrap-up, and was asked about what we all saw happen on Saturday, which was coaching malpractice and getting out coached by Doug Peterson. And he was asked, you know, like, did you think he got out coached? Oh, Bill, I thought it was a tight game. I thought that for a half, um, you know, I thought I wouldn't say that, that was the case for a half. So for a half, for, for, for <laughs> oh, that's not that's not. Did you get out coached? I wouldn't say that for a half. No, no, for a half. I also agree that for a half he was not out coached. <laughs> yes. If it makes you, I thought uh-huh. maybe he out coached them mm-hmm. for one half. I would say twenty-seven nothing, twenty-seven-seven, <laughs> twenty-seven-seven, heading into to the break. It's just not how to say it. And also, I would argue, I don't know if Brandon Staley was out coaching necessarily Doug Peterson at that time. You had Trevor Lawrence making mistake after mistake after mistake, four interceptions. He did not help himself. The final three weeks of the season really dinging his reputation. He's not getting fired, though. Next year, of course, on the hot seat immediately heading into the season. We all know that. And anything less than a playoff win next year is it for Brandon Staley. Like that's the bare minimum for Staley next year. Playoff win. Bare minimum. Anything less, it's an automatic go for yeah. me. And even if you win a playoff game, it may not be enough to say. Like, he's you better at least lose to a good team in the divisional right, yeah. round. Yeah. He's in a spot now where he, like, somehow can you find a way to win the division even, which is laughable to me. But, can, you know, like that you're, that's where you've put yourself now because of uh, underachieving. From one thing that should have been said uh, away to another, uh, Rob Gronkowski made a really good point on the K Adams podcast this week. He's doing a little bit of the rounds. He went on the Kelsey podcast, one of the K Up and Adams, I believe is the mm-hmm. name of it. Yep. Podcast. And he yeah, went on our podcast TV. and he made this point about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, when he was asked about it on on the McAfee show about his future, one of the things he made a point about, like, he's like, I, you know, I still want to win MVPs. I still think I can win MVPs. And Gronk made a good point. He's like, why the hell do you care about that? You got too many of them. Like, you got, it doesn't matter. You have enough of those. The only answer for what you should care about if you come back, if you're Aaron Rodgers, is Super Bowl wins. I still think I can win Super Bowls. I still want to win Super Bowls, and Super Bowls are the only thing I care about. Mentioning caring about winning MVPs when you're 38 years old and already have a handful of them, you don't need any more MVPs. The only thing, Gronk's right, the only thing Aaron Rodgers should be focused on right now is can he still win a Super Bowl with this team or another? And what is the best spot in order for him to do that? Because legacy-wise, if he gets through all this as being one of the most talented quarterbacks in NFL history and he finishes with just the one Super Bowl win, people are always going to knock him for that. That should be the only focus for him going forward. Amen. I mean, well, well said. Astute observation, Cody. We were just talking about coaches Hmm. who have the most to gain. What about players who have the most to gain? 
over the next couple of weeks. To me, this is the easiest answer between these remaining eight teams. I'm curious if you guys are thinking the same guy. Josh Allen? It's very obviously Daniel Jones. He Daniel, already got, he's already gotten that's paid. An interesting he's one. already gotten paid with what he's done enough. Like he's already getting a nice extension. What happens if Daniel Jones takes the Giants to the NFC Championship? Then he gets game? an extension. He gets another year. But I'm saying extension. like but like every game he wins, that yeah, price I mean, tag is going up from a guy who looked like sure. he was on his last uh, leg to start he this only season. threw price, 15 yeah, so passing touchdowns the, this year. The price Doesn't matter. The price goes up, but if you're asking me like he's not even if you want a Super Bowl, he's not getting a deal to make him the si- second highest paid quarterback in football if that's what you're asking. No way. And that's what we said about Joe Flacco back in 2014. Yeah. Well, and look how that turned out. But they gave him the deal. Yeah, and that was a mistake. That well, they, but that's the mistakes. Thing. But they won't. And that's just sort of like and I know he's not getting a Joe Flacco deal, but it goes to show that like if you win, especially for a franchise that's sort of uncertain with the quarterback situation, I mean, think about the Giants, how much they've been searching ever since Eli Manning left, even at the tail end of the Eli Manning era. If he takes them to the NFC Championship game, and I, I know none of us are like actually considering the idea that the Giants mm-hmm. could go to the Super Bowl, but if they do, like, be prepared for a mega contract extension well, he's for already Daniel gonna, Jones. He, like, right now, he's already going to get a really nice extension. What do you think it looks like right now? I mean, sir, because we know that number just c- continues to go up and up for quarterbacks. Yeah, Three, I mean, he, four. Look, we're, we're having a conversation 90. about... We're having a conversation about, like, does Justin Herbert for sure deserve to be the second or third highest paid quarterback in football? So why and are they, like... And, and they will, but, like, Daniel Jones is not going to be the second or third highest paid quarterback in football. I agree. But, like... You don't have to be the second or third highest paid quarterback in football to make $30 million a year. And that's fine. He's he's already done enough where he's going to get a really nice extension. Is that already a mistake? Like, if you're the Giants, is that... I don't think you can win a Super Bowl with Daniel Jones, no. But, again, if we play that game, then then how many... Like, you can't play it like that because how many quarterbacks should get extension. Then we would be down to, like, five. We'd only be agreeing yeah. for five guys to Spot get Spot track had the estimated contract yeah. extension of, like, three years, $76 million. Yeah, so if he gets which, to... Which, that, I mean, that's easy to say before the playoffs started. He wins you two playoff yeah. games. That Yeah, it changes. Instead of a three-year deal, it's a four- or five-year deal, and it's $140 million. You know, that that's where mm-hmm. it goes. It's That it moves to that territory. He's not, you know, he's not getting a, a five- or six-year deal for $190 million. He's not getting... Ky- what was Kyler Murray's contract? He's not getting that. No, what was that like? One hundred and forty-five million dollars guaranteed? No, but he can just get that like that last Kirk Cousins, like three for ninety, three for hunt, you know, like whatever. Kyler was five for two thirty. How much of that was fully guaranteed? One eighty, one eighty-nine. Sorry. Which, by the way, (laughs) that contract—that's that's that's nearly six million a year. That might be worse than Russell Wilson's contract, by the way. Um, I mean, like, I mean, Geno Smith's another one. I mean, we know he Seattle says they want like Geno is going to probably make thirty-four million a year. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't shock me if it was like a four-year, $115 million deal for Daniel Jones. Crazy. Which is going to significantly impact your ability to build a good roster when you're paying a bad quarterback that much money. But you know what? He has had an improved season. We'll give him credit for that. And he looked really good last week against Minnesota. He definitely did. Hey, that's All 32, presented by Anthony Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electric. Our NFL playoff coverage also is brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Up next, though, one thing. My body is my career, and Jimmy Mop Hughes is no different. One thing we've noticed. 
about the Jags defense. We'll tell you what that is next. Cody and Gold on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by GAN Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, GAN Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Back here on Cody and Gold. Reminder coming up in about 25 minutes. We head out to Arrowhead. Going to hear from Andy Reid, head of the Chiefs-Jacks game. We did see with some of the reports coming out of practice today, though, from our guy Pete Sweeney, uh, not surprisingly, but no McCall Hardman once again out of practice. Look, he's not playing this weekend. Spoiler. Uh, he's not playing. Um, next weekend. Wait, you're breaking that news? Yeah. According to sources? Yeah. Or no, just, just according to you? According to uh, common sense, I think, <laughs> is, uh, is actually where we're at now. McCall Hardman not playing Because you named your kid that common sense so it's like the op- so it's like the opposite of reckless speculation it really is it is the complete opposite you're not playing this what's weekend. that sounder for us we know what the reckless speculation sounder is I don't know, the common sense sounder i don't know usually it's just someone saying it you know thanks do you disagree by I the way you could have used some sound or something do you disagree though i mean look no, we, all, we know how this works he's not playing we know how this works you don't play when you're i'm not willing to pretty much week. rule him out for next week too but i won't go that far yet but it's very it seems unlikely for next week yeah you got You have have to practice. Career over? No. <laughs> okay, dial it in. Yeah. Although this is a weird mystery injury. Mystery injuries are never good. I hate mystery injuries. The injuries I like are the ones that you know are coming. And what they are? Yeah. What's your favorite kind of injury, Nick? Uh, uh grade one ankle sprain. <laughs> I probably get out later that week. Barely miss any time. I thought maybe exactly. we're going to choose something more like a broken arm. You know, something that feels like you can recover from but doesn't that keep sucks. you out forever. That sucks. I broke my arm a couple times. It's fine. It still sucks. Ruptured spleen. Of the different that injuries I've terrible. had, broken arm was pretty low Anytime on the Anytime you hear the word rupture, it's it not sounds good. bad. It's not good, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a ruptured Achilles. I'm like, pass. Not all that. That. Sounds, or ruptured no, pack. Ruptured pack, dude. Yes, that sounds no, awful. Well, no, where you're like, they, they tear their pack muscle or whatever. Like, I think that's, I, I think that's that the same, same thing. thing. Is it? Yeah, that's, I think. That's, yeah. Oof. That's why I don't you know, work out, no, Nick. You know, you know, I don't no, want to rupture the pack. Yeah, you don't that's want to rupture the pack. That's, a, that's one. Pack. You, that's one. It would thing actually you be don't... funny if you started to work out, and as a result of that, ruptured your ruptured pack. pack yeah. That would end that would all working out for you. That would you not know, be funny. You know that the injury terrible. that's always just. Like, I mean, for me, I've always thought about what would be the worst feeling in the world is if you broke your jaw. Well, then you're drinking out of a straw for a long time too. But just like that idea, my job would be problematic. The idea of like trying to open your mouth and like getting like lockjaw or something. Mm-mm. That sounds. Cody's right though. It's like it's honest, a skin crawl. We, uh, and our we, job is the worst. Could you? I'm just gonna be out of work. No, I'm not talking about work wise. I'm talking about pain. Well, th- well both, that, both. But yeah, pain wise. Now, look, I mean, Nick, I guess theoretically, Nick, you could still come to work. We just wouldn't have you tell. Would you just not? <laughs> <laughs> would, you just, <laughs> would you just not talk? Just not say anything. <laughs> talk yeah. for two months. We're going I just to want to get one of those computers that like I can say things as a. I can just chime in <laughs> way too late. Just, just computerized voice. Oh, there definitely. Would I'm be, coming in. There definitely would be a bit there somewhere if Nick actually had a whopper, broken job. We whopper, would... <laughs> whopper, chicken, Nick, whopper. Nick would just put together all kinds of sound bites and drops for, for responses. That's all he would have. Could you imagine Nick delivering terrible. that Walker, Texas Ranger line, but, mm. as a, but in his robot voice? Mm. Not good for anybody. Walker told me I have AIDS. Oh my god. Uh, we'll get to the <laughs> random question of the day. And stay tuned for and the Juju Smith Schuster sounder to <laughs> try to win a prize. So, great. Yeah, again, we're qualifying people throughout the show. Whenever you hear from Juju Smith Schuster, that'll be your cue to be the sixth caller. And that's how you'll qualify for an autographed Creed Humphrey football. Uh, the Jacksonville defense, have we talked enough about them? Because uh, during this stretch of, of wins, yeah, and, uh, since week 10 when the Chiefs beat them and they went to three and seven on the year, this defense has been much better. It's kind of why I've brought up the offensive line and still like, scenario I'll be keeping an eye out for the Chiefs in this game because uh, the Jags and all of a sudden third in sacks here down the stretch well and I think that's surprising because Kansas City has stayed atop of that list and we weren't expecting it but it feels like they're a little bit like the way I treat Kansas City sure they're third in sacks down the stretch but do you take them serious as the better pass rush units in the NFL I asked you that about Kansas City do you take them as serious as San Francisco or the Dallas Cowboys teams who ranked in, in case it's worse, right? In most cases, worse. Philadelphia is number one in the league. Do you consider Kansas City as good as San Francisco, Philadelphia, or Dallas? And your not. answer was no. Of Do you consider not. Jacksonville as good as those? Of course not. And that's it for me. Also, but you're asking me, like, those are top two and three defenses. So, no, I basically, like, do I think Jacksonville but, and Kansas City are a top two or three defense? Of course no, not. No, but, I mean, from a sack perspective, Jacksonville and Kansas City have been as good, if not better, than some of those teams down the stretch. I, I take them very seriously as a defense for a couple of reasons, but mostly the issue I have is I don't think they've actually been tested all but once. So I'm having a hard time fully buying in to the Jags defense when this is the list of quarterbacks they've played. Dobbs, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson. In the game they played Dak Prescott, they let up 34. I don't uh, Tennessee, I think it was maybe still Tannehill at that point. And Jared Goff, who they let up only 14-2, and that was actually kind of impressive because Detroit did score a lot. Oh, I'm sorry, they let up 40. That was the opposite. Okay. So they let up 40. So in the two offenses they faced that ranked anywhere near the top of the league this year, Dallas and Detroit, they let up an average of 37 points a game? Like, I don't know, Gold. I mean, I get that they're getting more sacks, and that is impressive, and that certainly propelled them to wins. And I'm not trying to knock their entire schedule. I just think they're okay on defense. 
and okay on defense, coupled with the fact I watched the Chiefs' offense destroy them, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, the one thing that— And their uh, effort makes me not worry about it as much. Like, I think they're going to get pressure on Mahomes. The question is, will they actually get sacks this go-around? They did not the last time. The one thing that they do give up, to your point about what, what the uh, the quarterbacks have done against them Passing in particular— yards is yards. They give up uh, like the last four games. It's like 6.8 yards per attempt, the Jags, going into this last weekend game against Justin Herbert. So they're they're giving up plenty of yards on pass plays. I mean, if you're giving up 6.7 yards per attempt, um, yeah, your teams are moving the ball, obviously, uh, on you consistently and not having much problem, which the Chiefs did not have much problem. Now, they were they... great in that second half against the Chargers. And that is one of the better offenses yeah. in the NFL. So I'm not trying to completely dismiss it as being, hey, they have no chance. They shut down Austin Eckler who's been one of the best running backs in the NFL. I just feel like they are what the Chiefs are. So it's like, okay, your defense is playing better. You're getting sacks. I appreciate that. The point Danon made is the much scarier part of the defense in the sacks. They get turnovers. Especially against Kansas City, a team that's given the ball away a lot. That's more worrisome to me than the sacks. I'm actually not worried about the offensive line, but, but just a little. You know, a normal game of what if Orlando Brown Jr. doesn't play well. I think they'll hold up there. I'm more worried about can Jacksonville take the ball away? Is it that, yeah, is it that Jacksonville could take the ball away or is it more just like, hey, does the turnover bug just bite the Chiefs again? It's both. Jacksonville is one of the better teams at forcing turnovers and the Chiefs are one of the worst at giving it away. The one difference is like the Chiefs at least recently have been able to force turnovers themselves. Like it's not, you know, the the concern of them turning it over, but the one difference this defense over the last couple weeks has been able to get takeaways themselves. And that's also, I think, what's changed a little bit on the flip side of when we're talking about the turnover differential and the turnover discussion is that something the defense wasn't doing early in the season or much, much of the season, I should say, was getting the interception, getting the fumble recovery. We've actually seen that. I mean, we saw it play out, of course, in the Texans game. They don't get that fumble. Uh, they don't, you know, they may tie. They may lose to the Texans if it's not for the, what was that, Willie Gay and Frank Clark, I guess, in on that fumble. I would think that that's at least part of it. But it's, again, I, I understand where the, where the concern is about the defensive line because I think people still don't want to believe in what the Chiefs do, uh, you know, from an offensive line perspective, because they don't want to believe in what Orlando Brown Jr. or Wiley, which was because it was a pretty scary, for a while it was a pretty scary offensive line situation because they didn't feel like anybody was going to make it done. But I just, I don't think they're good enough to stop Kansas City. I think they're too deep. They're not, they don't have enough pass rushers to do it. And they don't have the dominant one like Chris Jones, you know? They have some of the guys that, like, oh, they get to the quarterback, they can do it, but they don't have that guy on the defensive line, the guy who just ruins it for everyone. Not that having a lot of good guys is bad, but you still kind of in the playoffs need that guy. Our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Random question. For you, Gold. For you, Nick. And over in the text line, 913-586-7610. Of course, the random question today brought to you by the window source of Kansas City. Nick, so I got to, I guess... I was going to ask you which restaurant you claim to have interested in putting a menu item on for us, but we got to continue the conversation for yesterday when I told you guys I want our name on some stuff. I want to get the Cody and Gold brand out in the world, and I want to work with some local Kansas City so businesses just, in so order to do it. doubling down on yesterday's question. Couldn't come up with it. No, one. no, no. It was we didn't get to finish this part, and you wanted oh, to have the conversation. I felt so like we sure. talked about it for, for so long. Minutes. What yeah. are your top five chips? Chip flavors? I think that it would include both. Like, to me, a chip flavor, like if gold just says plain, original. No, it's, it's, it's class, classic and barbecue. Okay. The only two chips I need in okay. my life. Okay, I'll go number So you're not even going to give me five? Classic and barbecue. Okay. I don't, I don't I'm gonna like go, salt and vinegar. I'm going sort of, to go sort of rapid fire. Um, I'm going to say 
first first overall pick, sour cream and onion lays, the regular thin, no ruffles, no ridges, just the crispy sour cream and onion lays. That's my, that's your first round pick. That's your leading score. That's a franchise changer. Second pick, I'm going to go the Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips. That's a good chip. I mean, that's really just a glue guy. Shot. Lockdown defender, right? Going to do all the, 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 the big things. High IQ, never going to lead the team in scoring, which is super solid. Third pick, I'm going to go with the Ruffles Sour Cream and Onion. Not the cheddar? Sour cream and cheddar. Yeah, sorry, okay. sorry. Uh, the cheddar and sour cream. Yeah, that's like your three. You like and, a cheese chip. That's like your three and D guy, you know? A bit too much. Sometimes a volume shooter, but you need you need one of those guys on the team. And then am I, at the four spot, like, right? Like my guy who's just going to be a rim runner, rebounder, dunker. That is your cool ranch Dorito, right? Like that's just you need you need him to just go out there and, and sort of do it's the like an unlikable team. The dirty me. work down low. And <laughs> Big then cool ranch guy. And then and then fifth list. fifth overall pick. This is a little controversial, but you're going for you're going for high ceiling with the fifth round pick. I am actually gonna go with just salt and vinegar kettle chips. Okay, okay. so I, I will take a kettle chip in mind, but just a plain. Like, if I'm eating a plain chip, oh. I want a kettle chip. Oh. That belongs huh. in your five. A classic mm. plain mm. chip belongs in your five. Mm. It's just not your only five. I think the Cool Ranch also has its place. Spicy Nacho Dorito is, I think, the best of the Doritos. They have a lot of good ones, but I like the spicier one. So you I think just, you, you getting, don't have any spicy chips. But, okay, but I gave you, I gave you a five-round – I gave you five – and I would maybe I would okay. maybe substitute the jalapeno kettle chip for the salt and vinegar, but I wanted to get a kettle chip on the roster. I was worried. I wanted the kettle chip. I like the black pepper ones, like the salt and black pepper, but Mm-mm. I felt like I couldn't. I also like the jalapeno kettle chip, but I felt like I needed just like a the workhorse. Yeah, you know what? Chip. Is it yeah, too so, late? Is it too late for oh. me to swap out the the salt and vinegar kettle for the jalapeno kettle? God, the jalapeno kettle chip is a great yes. chip. Yeah. Great. So chip. I've got so I've got sour cream and onion, harvest cheddar. Uh, Cheddar sour cream. I think Lay's or Guy's barbecue. Doritos is on my cool list. An- cool ranch. Oh, I know what you're doing. You're posturing. And then jalapeno kettle. No, yeah, I think I mean, barbecue juice is one of my favorite I, kind I, of chips. I don't need five. I mean, I just it's. it's I don't know. It's a five. It's, it's a, it, you it need is, a starting five. It is barbecue, uh, kettle cooked, regular. It is Tostitos. It is a original yes. Pringle. That is the it, saddest it is, chip it is, Yeah, yeah that's a, you know what you're doing. You're cruising for the first overall pick next year with that roster. <laughs> Just, I mean, I my roster's gonna hang. We're gonna beat you by forty. Our our backups, our walk ons are gonna be in with like eight minutes to go against your team. Love my list. It's what I like. It's you not, don't even have not, five guys. Not, you don't even much. have a. You don't even have a starting five. I don't need. Five. He says it's his list. He's refusing list. to alter it, dude. I mean, like. D- what do you have against? Hey, you know, do you know those like memes? Hey, what, that do you like have against, what do you have against flavor? It's like those. Bar- I said barbecue. Those, that's the only one, though. Those online memes that people make fun of people and just like just some like white lady cooking a chicken with no seasoning on it's it. That's gold thing. chip no, choice. Just like just no flavor. I want zero flavor on these chips. So you would choose both kettle and regular. Yeah, they're not the same thing. They're not. You're I'm, I'm not arguing that. Talking about my palate, a regular Lay's is not the same as a Ruffles original. It's not the Jeez. same. <laughs> Text line just said, not, stop doing food segments. It's, 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 not, <laughs> it's, it's not the same. Oh, my gosh. Dude. Any chip that has sour cream involved, I'm out. I've told you. Stuff. Someone's asking about Funyuns or those kinds of things. It's a novelty chip. Nobody goes to the store and is like, you know what I'm going to get? I need a bag of chips. I'm going to yeah. get some Funyuns. To- you're 100% right. And, and you can't count crackers, so no Cheez-Its, none of that stuff. Like, this is a chip draft. I'm the only one who gave a starting five. I was trying to list mine off, and then you interrupted. I was trying to include the jalapeno kettle chip into my mix, and then you stole it for your own team. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's mine now. 
You're just keeping that one. Okay, forever. fine. You can have it. And then you know what? You know what? Actually, maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll grab the flaming hot Cheetos. You know, I never got into the hot chip. Yeah, man, those are good. I'm. You know, I've never, I don't think I've ever had a flaming hot Cheeto. Should I be giving that chip a chance? Dude, we sell them. Should I be giving that chip a chance? Absolutely. Hmm. I didn't feel like you had enough uh, spice they, they in your chip. They don't feel too great coming about, out the other about, end. What about? Um, I think I mentioned pretzel crisp. Those are. Those are on the list. I would say uh, in my youth. And, uh, what do you know? You got the plain version. The original version. They the taste great. The original version. <laughs> Gosh, dude. Okay. Okay. <laughs> right. right. And, and it's not even, I don't even care that you did it into the microphone. I care that it's the plain chip. And, you know you're, and, you're, and now you're just being like arrogant about, about your plainness. This, this top chip is not one I've had in a long time, but I used to eat a lot of. The Tostito Barbecue Twists. I don't feel like I see those in a lot of vending machines, but that wasn't Wait, my no, regular. You, you're talking about you're talking about not Tostito. You're talking about Fritos. Yeah, the like the curly like honey barbecue. Yeah, honey barbecue. That's you, a you good like chip. those better than the the chili ones. Uh, than like the chili cheese ones. Yeah, the yes. chili cheese ones are fire. I also like those, but I like I think I like the honey barbecue ones better. I love this. Dude. This is my favorite thing. So this happens about I don't know once a month or so. Whenever we'll talk about something, Golds has a bad take. And there's always someone on the text line like, "No wonder he's single." <laughs> and it. I just love the idea that like there would be women lining up at your door if it weren't for your boring chip taste. That's right. <laughs> like man, he he likes Tostito chips and Ruffles. I'm out. He's a great guy. Yeah. Treated me really well. We he get just along three super way. But he just chips. his his taste in chips just I don't know is a deal breaker. <laughs> that would be a weird reason to it, not you know, be interested. With a lot of people are saying Pringles. I don't remember the last time Ooh, I had Pringles. Really? So my Pringles kids are, really Pringles like are really good. The original flavor. Oh, Pringles oh, are really no. good. It's a, it's a it's okay. It's like it's a it's just it's a filler chip. Just there to exist. It doesn't. It, I'm glad doesn't, nobody is texted in or said on this show Fritos because that those those are just on their own. Yeah, I like them as a topper. This is why uh, like a tortilla chip not would also normal, be there. Not, yeah, not normal Fritos, but I think some the chili, chili? Che- the chili cheese Fritos. Are, but we're are talking really about good. Fritos on out some of the chili. Bag. We're talking about out of the bag. Out of the bag, no good. That's yeah. why tortilla chips don't work. Out of, no. Tortilla chips need a dip. Not in what, your case. Someone says, what's Gold's Chipotle order? A bowl of white rice and pinto beans? Uh, no, we, go, we, we went over this ad nauseum. Yeah, it's, it's white rice, pinto beans, a little bit of the veggie, regular steak. We get a little pico. We get a little cheese. We get a little uh, corn salsa. That's what we roll with. What do you order when you go like at a restaurant? What's your give what's a, your give like, me a safe? Give me a restaurant. Like, what's your me, safe order? Give me a give me an exa- I need a, I need a type of restaurant. Give me a type. Uh, of- you know, like upscale American. Let's say, well, like, you know, like American bar food, right? But nicer. I mean, if American bar food, just a classic hamburger and, and fries, but otherwise, like my favorite meal is a steak and baked potato. That's my favorite. Okay. What do you put on the baked potato? Nothing. He Butter says. only. Literally Butter nothing. Okay, only. what about on the burger? What all comes on the burger? I used to not like it with cheese, but I'll, I, over the last couple of years, I've what? switched. That so, was the thing so you used cheese, to not put on it? Yeah, so I, hamburger, medium, uh, cheese, ketchup, tomato. What? what? No lettuce? No. No onion? No. Okay, no. dude. Okay, so no I don't really mind the tomato, but it's just interesting that you go tomato and ketchup. Like you don't it. need both. And you also, do. absolutely, you do. It's why different don't flavors. Swap the, swap the tomato for some lettuce. I don't need lettuce on it. I'll eat lettuce if it happens to come on that. I'm not going to turn it down. But if they ask me what See, do you want I on need, it? I need that like, sort of like, well, not the, just the crunch, but like sort of the refreshing <laughs> palate cleanser that lettuce provides you. It's not It's not mm. there for taste. It's just there to just, uh, it's an additive, you know? Huh. It's the random question of the day. Someone says, people who order burgers medium disgust me. You know what disgusts me? People that Disg- order their steak well done. That's disgusting. It's not steak. It's burnt. Oh, are they saying they want you to have it more done or less done? 
I would assume no, they, they more done. They think it's oh wait, more done. They said you're not supposed to eat hamburger unless it's cooked all the way. People who order their burgers medium disgust me. Yeah, oh. definitely medium on the hamburger, medium on the steak as well. Is that true? I didn't know that that was a thing. Well, I mean, anytime you're technically not supposed to have any like a pink in the meat or whatever. Theoretically, I know, but like, is it different? Like, is, is ground I, beef different than I don't, a all steak? I know is hamburger medium, steak medium is all I'll do. Medi- like you start getting into the medium well, burger, medium rare steak. There you go. That's fine too. Nick, would you like to just go ahead and get that out now? How do you order your burger and steak? Well, you, you mean a lot of times you order a burger, they don't ask. But I, I'm uh, the same as it's gold. A, it's if it's a good burger if, place, they will. I mean, usually, usually, it, I, I like to go medium rare on steak, but. Yeah, I'm kind of more aligned with gold and just like I want flavor. Like the browner your meat is, the less no, taste it go, has. I'm not going to order medium. a steak and then or a burger and then have it just. Someone be said, dry "Wow, no one mentioned guys chips." I said, "Guys barbecue chips." Yeah, How and, dare you? And, text and, and, Here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's not by accident that Cody mentioned guys. <laughs> Let me just put it that wow, way. Wow, a good local company. I support them. You hate local business, or do you just like oh. big businesses, like big corporations? Somebody just brought something up. If you get the wavy lays, the original wavy lays, original, original, and yep. then you, original. but you use them. <laughs> gold. French no, you're gonna, I'm going to lose you here. I'm going to lose you here because then you use them. You take the French onion Ooh, packet. The, the question was mix chips, it not with, with sour, mix, it, mix it with the sour cream, make the French onion dip. Boom. Yes, but I think it for the chip draft conversation it has to be a standalone chip. That's right. Not require mm-hmm. the thing that goes with it because then otherwise everyone's listening includes tortilla chips they can be dipped into so many things they would deserve their rightful place here speaking of this draft that we just had uh just uh there there may or may not be a draft show slash podcast in the works no about chips well we could be doing there could be more drafts like this um coming to a radio station near you in fact this radio station this one this one, yeah, and featuring myself and Jay Binkley. So you guys Chris are drafting, drafting food? Well, I'm not saying that's going to, I'm not saying we're always going to draft food, but I don't know. I thought this went pretty well. Maybe we'll steal it. Just draft food. I don't think anyone's ever done a draft segment on the radio before. So. No. Innovators. But what if I we did a so. draft segment in a draft show? That might be a first. I don't think anybody's ever talked draft during draft shows. Other drafts? Other drafts, yeah. And then mm. we'll talk draft beer as well. Well, you know you'll have Binkley hooked on that. And then we'll talk about draft dodging from Jeez. the Vietnam War. Good Lord. <laughs> Why specifically oh the Vietnam War? Well, that was a common <laughs> that was a common war that was dodged. Oh man. <laughs> I'd skip the last one if I were you. Really? I think I think that's a topical conversation. <laughs> of, all the, of all the draft ideas you had inside the draft show, skip that one. We'll run it by spec. Okay. He likes us to get political. He also likes it when we just continue this random question for as long yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes it when we take a five-minute conversation and turn it into a 13-minute conversation. Big fan of Big that. fan. Yeah, well, we can talk about Trevor Lawrence screwing things up if you want, but I kind of like this conversation. Well, it's 12.54, so. So you don't think we should start a new conversation? Next, I want me to ask you, do you, you mentioned you like the guy's chips. Do you like guy's nuts? That was their advertisement joke for many years. So, yeah, no? Yeah, big fan. Okay, just checking. Up next, we'll uh, hear from Andy Reid out of Arrowhead. You're listening to Cody and Gold, brought to you by Gant Asphalt and Concrete. For asphalt, concrete, and parking lot maintenance, Gant Asphalt and Concrete. One contractor, all things parking lot. Trusted in Kansas City since 1994. Online at gannasphalt.com. Subscribe and download all new episodes of Nick's Waving in the Week podcast, released every Thursday on the 435 Podcast Network and the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.